Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Indie Film Hustle podcast, episode number 14. The best way to pursue happiness is to help other people. Nothing else will make you happier. George Lucas. Broadcasting from the back alley in Hollywood, it's the Indie Film Hustle podcast, where we show you how to survive and thrive as an indie filmmaker in the jungles of the film biz. And here's your host, Alex Ferrari. Welcome, guys, to another great show. Today, we have a topic that I'm going to be talking about that is very near and dear to my heart. But before I get into it, make sure you head on over to freefilmbook.com. That's freefilmbook.com and get your free audiobook um, immediately. So um, one thing I wanted to talk about, and it's something I've seen so much time. I mean, I've I've delivered over a hundred different uh, independent film projects um, over the years, not including uh, over a thousand, including all the commercials, promotions, uh, music videos, and other things I've done. The one thing I've seen common, common problem with not only all of those, but specifically with independent film, uh, in the technical aspect of it, is post-production workflow. A lot of independent filmmakers who are not technically inclined trust a lot of times the people around them to just take care of all this stuff for them, and it. It is such. I've seen so many filmmakers fail miserably to the point where their movies look horrible, can't get finished, um, they can't get distribution, they can't get it sold because they didn't figure out workflow. So let me explain to you what post-production workflow is. It's understanding the workflow all the way from production to final deliverable, and I'll go over over that with you in a second. So basically, when you're on set, you're you're going to shoot on a camera. Okay, based on that camera, you see the old workflow was much easier. It was film. So film was film and the workflow was the same for 90 years, uh, almost 100 years. The workflow never really changed for the most part. Um, but now there's new cameras, new formats, new uh, you know aspect ratios. Everything's changing um, daily. So workflow is more important now than it ever has been before. So uh, let's say you're going you're gonna to shoot a movie that is a $50,000 movie, for, let's say, for an instance. And um, you've got a DP who has a, a brand new uh, Red Dragon 6K. And he's like, we're going to shoot this 6K. And I've got these, uh, these lenses I'm going to be using and uh, all this great stuff. But we're going to shoot 6K. Um, we don't have a lot of light, so don't worry about the light. Uh, because the dragon will pick up everything. Uh, well, mistake number one, the dragon will not pick up everything. You still need light. <laughs> uh, but 
back to workflow. I don't want to get into <laughs> to my colorist. I want to take my colorist hat off and put my post production supervisor hat on. Um, so let's say you have that Red Dragon, uh, and you shoot the whole movie on Red Dragon. Now, unfortunately, you don't have money for post, so you were going to edit this on your laptop at home uh, with Premiere or Final Cut or um, you know any other editing software. But let's say you're going to do it with Premiere, which could handle 6K um, natively. But unfortunately, you're doing this on a laptop and your drives aren't fast enough. So you can't really edit it. You can't even watch it. You can't even do anything with it. So you got this beautiful or at least this huge amount of footage on a format that you really can't do anything with. So now where you thought you didn't have any money, that you weren't going to spend any money, you're not going to spend money because now you got to go hire an editor who can handle this workflow, uh, who can handle not the workflow, but can handle these files. Um, Now... That's step one. Now, let's say you find an editor that runs Premiere natively. You're great. If not, you might have to find a guy who's uh, cutting on Final Cut 7, and he's going to transcode everything, which will take you, uh, depending on the kind of system he has, could take you weeks of transcoding just to get it into a format that he can edit. And then once he's done editing it, let's say you lock that cut. I'm not even talking about visual effects. I'm not even talking about speed changes, ramps, recomposition. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking the basic stuff. All those other things I just talked about are bigger headaches that will create more and more problems in your workflow. So I'm just going to take you through the basics and then we'll go back and talk a little bit about the other stuff. So then you're going to go, uh, you're going to have this guy edit your movie. All right. So let's say he he's able to edit natively. Let's say the best case scenario. Well, once you're done editing this, um, and this one workflow, we're going to say native. Uh, native meaning that he's just taking the raw files and editing those raw files. Uh, once he's done doing that, then he has to, once he's done editing and let's say you've locked the picture, well, now you've got to send all your red files and all your, um, your EDL, edit decision list, uh, to a colorist to color this because red without color grading is it's garbage. <laughs> you have to color grade. All your movies have to be color graded uh, or else you're never going to be able to sell it. It has to have some sort of professional look to it. So now you send it over to a colorist um, who has to hopefully be able to understand uh, red, um, ED, uh, uh, premier EDL, uh, and then also handle red. Uh, so a system that's strong enough and big enough to handle red. So let's say you go to a DaVinci system, which is kind of industry standard now. But let's say you go to a guy who has color, for God's sakes, or is trying to color grade this in Adobe uh, or color grading this in Final Cut X or um, or Baselight or Scratch or a million other different uh, colors. They all have a color system. They all have to be able to talk to each other, whatever the color system is. I use DaVinci. It is the industry standard um, for for especially for indie film, um, but you have to have a system that can be able to handle 6K files, um, and that's if you shot everything at 6K. Let me go back for a second. You might have shot some stuff slow mo, and if you shot some stuff slow mo, guess what? It's not 6K anymore. It's going to drop down to five, four, three, and two K, depending on how fast you go. So now you have to take that into consideration. So let's take that into color grading. So now he color grades the whole thing. And again, I'm doing this the best case scenario. I'll throw some worst case scenarios at you in a minute. So he colors the grades it, the whole thing, but he has to make sure you have to make sure his system can handle it. He has a calibrated monitor to that so you actually see the color that you're seeing is an actual correct representation of the color. Uh, once he's done with it, then he has to render it out. And now you have to figure out where you're going with this. So if you're going to a digital format, 
you know, there's a lot of talk about 4K right now, and I know in the future this is going to sound old-fashioned, but for right now, at the moment that we are in 2015, uh, 4K is still a bit of a pig to um, to master to. It's doable. Uh, I master to 4K all the time now, um, but I also have a juiced-up system that can handle that. Um, more than likely, 2K is going to be more than fine for you, and more than likely... 1080p is going to be more than fine with you for you, depending on your movie, depending on what you're trying to do. If you can master at 4K for future proofing your 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 um your project, uh, 2K is industry standard right now, and most people uh, master at 2K, you'll be fine. Um, and many movies I've I've mastered are at 1080p. Uh, actually, most I would say ninety five percent of all the movies I've ever mastered um, or worked on mastered at ten eighty p because that was the standard uh, as well. So, uh, so once he renders it out, you have to render it out to a QuickTime, and who's going to online this for you? Now, the online process is once he all those files go back to an editor who puts it all together for you. You have to put together the audio, you have to put together um, any graphics, uh, and then I'll get to visual effects in a second. But let's say you have visual effects shots coming in. Those have to be placed on, and all these kind of problems happen. Um, you have to make sure the new system that's going to be able to handle whatever he outputs, which could be DPX files, which could be uh, QuickTime files, which could be a bunch of different type of formats. I'm, I'm not trying to scare you here, but I'm, I'm trying to impress upon you how complicated this process can be, especially when you're dealing at the upper echelon of files. So we started off with a RED camera. This conversation is completely different if we're starting off with a 5D, uh, a black magic, but the concepts are all still there. You still have to be able to handle these file formats and be able to have the hard drive space, be able to have a clean workflow. Preferably, you'd hire someone uh, like myself or at least consult someone like me. Um, you know, I'm telling you, if you hire someone like me for an hour conversation, and you pay their hourly rate, uh, whoever that might be, a post-production supervisor or something, and they can just draft out a workflow for you, my God, that will save you so much time. And you do this before you ever shoot. Um, if you have a budget and you have a little bit more money, you hire them for the shoot, and they can kind of supervise this entire process. It's so important, especially with the plethora of formats that you were dealing with today. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, and I, every day I'm getting new, like, oh, this is a new file format. Oh, this is a new file format. This is one of the reasons why I love DaVinci so much because DaVinci reads everything uh, and works with everybody. DaVinci is uh, one of the best color systems and online systems uh, out there right now for the bang for, best bang for the buck without question. So anyway, so you go back, uh, you get to go back to your online system situation. Uh, you got, you online everything and then you output. Now you can output to a DCP. You can output to a, uh, ProRes file. You can output to uh, DPX files, which will go to a DCP. Um, and then the quick time, there's so many different options. So we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. 
And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. And now back to the show. Going back, let's say you're shooting on a black magic. Uh, you know, I have a black magic cinema camera um, and you shoot ProRes. Well, that makes life so much easier and that might be perfect for what you're trying to do. You shoot on ProRes uh, 422HQ, uh, you take it into any editing system almost that's worth its weight is going to be able to handle ProRes. Um, you edit it all. There's no big files to deal with. You can do that on your laptop. No problem at all. And that might just be what you can afford. Regardless if you're shooting, regardless if you have a freaking Alexa or a, you know, shooting or a Red shooting 6K raw, you might not be able to handle that. And it might take you two years to finish your movie. Or you can shoot ProRes, you know, shoot with a smaller camera that still looks gorgeous. Get your kind of movie, the, 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 your movie done. Edit it yourself. You have complete control of it. Send it over to a colorist. Any colorist is going to be able to handle ProRes uh, without question. Um, they color it. They send it back to you. Uh, but you, when you're shooting ProRes, you have to make sure you have an amazing DP who really understands lighting and things like that because it's, you start bringing down your formats uh, or your kind of file format or your camera, the, the lighting uh, has to be much better. I can save uh, a lot as a colorist. I can save a lot in a red file because the red file does have a lot of information in it or in a raw file from uh, Blackmagic or a raw file from uh, Alexa or Sony or things like that. Uh, but when you start getting into more of those compressed files like a ProRes file um, the, or, God forbid, a 5D um, you know, MP4, which is the lowest quality you can shoot with, um, if you're trying to do something else, you better have a really great DP to be able to make that image look good. If not, you're done. Like you've wasted your time. So I want to, and I'm very passionate about this because I've seen so many movies die in post. Uh, I've been I've been brought in to save many many movies purely because they did not understand workflow. It was it was such an important part of. The, the post-production process without workflow you've got nothing and i didn't even touch upon audio workflow making sure that when you lock your cut that final cut has to stay locked that information sends to the colorist and you also send that to the, your sound people um, to be able to match everything perfectly if one frame goes off everything goes out of whack i mean i can go on and on and on there's so much information to be doing so if you have a low budget movie 
Use a camera that gives you a beautiful image. A Blackmagic camera is perfect because I'm not a big fan of the 5Ds and 7D cameras um, because you really need to have a really good lighting scenario or shoot a lot of stuff outside. Um, but even then, you've got to protect yourself from you know blowing highlights and things like that. So um, the the range that the Blackmagic camera gives you is a lot better than um, the 5D or 7D, and it's approximately the same price point. Um, and the workflow is a lot easier as well. Um, so you get a big fatter file and so on. So I like the Blackmagic. It's all preference. But on a technical standpoint, an MP4 file is so, so low on the totem pole versus uh, a ProRes file, which then goes into the higher res, uh, higher res formats like a DPX, um, XLR, or um, uh, or the RAW files. So... I would use the I would use a black magic if you're gonna do a low budget movie or or something equivalent. You know, even if you shoot Alexa, Alexa has ProRes. You know, you can shoot 2K or 4K ProRes files. If that's the workflow you can handle, great. Uh the new reds um are being able to shoot ProRes files as well. So you might be able to just if your workflow can't handle red, transcode everything from red to pro res and work with it i would suggest against it that's what the reason you're shooting with red but so on and so forth i'm kind of babbling a little bit here i'm sorry but um basic basic takeaway from this episode is workflow understand your workflow get people who understand workflow clearly to give you a guide on how to finish your movie because if not it will sit and die in post and i've seen it happen multiple multiple times so uh, hire someone like me um, to just consult with you if you can't afford, you know, 150 bucks to 300 bucks out of your budget to talk to a post-production supervisor to kind of, you know, just kind of get have them give you a basic workflow um, is probably one of the best investments you'll make in your filmmaking process while making a feature film. So uh, if you have any questions at all about post guys. Hit me up on uh, on the website. Um, I do offer. Uh, I'm going to do self promote. I do offer um, co- um, consulting as far as uh, post production workflow, uh, as well as um, just a consulting. You know, over a phone call, or I can actually build out an entire workflow for you. Um, but uh, I'm not trying to do a hard sell. Honestly, guys, if you can't, you know, if you if you don't use me, use somebody. I don't care. Just use somebody um, that can help you with it. There's plenty of amazing post production supervisors out there who will be more than willing to talk to you for you know an hour on the phone or two hours on the phone or meet you for coffee, uh, and you pay them for their time and they'll work the workflow out for you. And if you can afford to to hire them, um, it is so beneficial to your process so um so you can always just head on over to uh indiefilmhustle.com and at the very top of the bar it says uh, do you want one-on-one coaching just click on that or you can head over to indiefilmhustle.com uh forward slash consulting and that'll give you uh all the information you need about what i offer uh filmmakers but i'm real passionate about this guys because i really want to see your movies get made no matter what your budget level is um if it's ten thousand bucks or if it's a million dollar budget or above, you really need to have someone like me uh, help you with the post-production workflow. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in, and I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Indie Film Hustle podcast at IndieFilmHustle.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-I-L-M-H-U-S-T-L-E.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.